Good morning. Ah, and welcome back to a dose of Dave. It's about quarter to eight. Another early start, an early weekend start. And when I say start, I woke up early. Uh, I woke up at about half five and dithered about in bed. I got up about six. Um, the joys of a sober lifestyle is good actually so I got up it was still dark I experienced the sunrise a bit of a red sky and all that stuff it's kind of nice to to wake up when nature begins to wake up isn't it to feel a part of that whole cycle but uh, yeah these are the revelations of not getting drunk on a Friday and Saturday night so one of the real benefits is time and I kind of start to realize how much how much time has been wasted by having the occasional drink even if it's a couple of drinks if you can manage to (laughs) stick to a couple of drinks which wasn't my strength uh, it's not just you know, the time not sleeping in. It's the time through the day. You know, the times, the the procrastination, the doing things very slowly or getting around to them because you've got a bit of a hangover. That's not here anymore. So it's been a... Well, this whole experiment has been an interesting one. And I do get a few questions now. I think I get the sense that that there are quite a lot of people who are interested in sobriety. I suspect there are quite a few people who are, you know, interested in what the experience is like. And also, you know, maybe a bit concerned about their own drinking. And I think there's a there's more of a narrative around around sobriety now. And I'm not talking, you know, this isn't about people who are necessarily, you know, real alcoholics. This is about the, I suppose, the cultural drinking that we do. We're known for it in the UK. It is a big cultural thing. Drinking is a a rite of passage. You know, I first, I think I first went in a pub at the age of 15 with my mates. And... (laughs) The landlord asked us, he would ask us how old we are, and we'd say 15, and he'd just say, can you just go and sit out the back near the back door? If the police come in, disappear. <laughs> um, so it's actively encouraged, and it's all around us. It's all over TV. Um, you know, chances are your parents would have, would have been drinkers. Maybe not though, and just because you have these role models in life, it doesn't mean you, you take the same route. But equally, you might take that route if your parents weren't drinkers or big drinkers and didn't encourage it. It's kind of interesting, isn't it? You, you hear the conversations or see the, seen it on social media, you know. It's like, what, at what age is it appropriate to introduce your children to alcohol? What the fuck? You know, it's mad, isn't it, when you think about it. At what age should you encourage children to start poisoning themselves on a regular basis and suffering the consequences of it? Um, And I also think that, you know, when you're younger, it doesn't affect you as much. 
you go out and get trashed, you get out the next day, you might feel a bit fuzzy, but your body's capable of processing that poison more effectively. And then, you know, the habit forms and you get older and it gets tougher. It really does, doesn't it, folks? You know, I think my the largest part of my audience for this podcast are... I think it's from sort of like 40 to 60, maybe. So you know. <laughs> you know what it's like. Uh, so I, I just think this is one of those things, that, you know, I've, I've referred to sort of the whole smoking thing before, how perceptions have changed of smoking. And I think perceptions are starting to change about drinking and the conditioning we receive around it. It's acceptable. It's if you look at the stats, it's a terrible drug. <laughs> it's the worst drug, really. And that's mainly because of its widespread usage. But it's glamorised and encouraged. And actually, you know, as many people have said, I do follow some of these people. It's, it's the only drug where you have to explain to people why you don't use it. Which is weird. But anyway... I don't know if this is going to become a sobriety podcast. It might do, but I don't really want to jump on a bandwagon. I want to chart my own course, so I don't know. It's just what's on my mind at the moment. And if you listen to this, you know what that's what this podcast is about. It's about me talking about whatever's on my mind, and this is on my mind. So there you go. Catch you tomorrow. Bye. It's a tiny podcast, a podcast for money, doodly doodly doo. Well, it doesn't have to be, but if you wish to donate to the Bullshit Detective podcast, you may do so by going to www.patreon.com forward slash bullshit detective. The price of a coffee or a pint once a month or something else or nothing it's fine if it's nothing you can still continue to listen to the podcast but please do spread the word tell your friends if you have any about my wonderful podcast um or pay me some money or not whatever no problem see you soon